Hello, this is Beth Maples Bay, and this is Lesbian Echoes, a podcast about lesbians in Appalachia and beyond. Let's listen to the stories of lesbians over 70 and all the rich experiences they have to share. I can't wait to hear their stories. Can you? Hello. Today we're going to be hearing from Charlotte Ellis. I can't wait to hear Charlotte's story, and I know you can't either. So let's get Charlotte on the phone. Due to the host lack of technical skill and problems with our original app, the beginning of Charlotte's interview was lost. What she said, if you trust me, what she said in that, which said her name is Charlotte Ellis, that she lives in St. Louis, Missouri, that she was born there, and that she is 77 years old. She is leading us at this point in the recording to understand how she came to know some lesbians. She got invited to a women's festival. And I'll let Charlotte take it from there. They said, come and bring your daughter. She was like three. They said, come and bring your daughter. And so I went, and it turned out that they were all lesbians there. But these women were married, but this was sort of their way to get away and be with their girlfriends, you know. So nobody paid any attention to me. And I always say if somebody had paid attention to me, I might have come out a lot earlier. But I picked up a copy of like of Lesbian Connection. And so I started, I subscribed to that and I read it for years, but I just, I didn't know any lesbians here. And I was just raising my daughter and, and just, um, I guess, you know, I didn't know how to meet anybody. So I didn't, when I, when she went away to college and I turned 50, I thought, well, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to try to meet some women. So I started answering ads and we had a local newspaper called the Gay News Telegraph and it had personal ads. So I met a couple women through that. I never dated either one of them, but we've been, been friends for years and then friends are what last yes (laughs) and then there was a a dinner group that met and you had to call this number to find they'd advertise in the paper in this newspaper but you had to call the number and they would tell you where they were going to be so I would call and they'd tell me and then I didn't have the nerve to go And then finally, one day I decided to go and I sat across from this woman named BJ and she was telling me all about, she was getting ready to go to the Michigan Women's Music Festival and 
she was going to the National Women's Music Festival. And, and I was like really impressed because I thought this is stuff I've been reading about all these years in Lesbian Connection. So she was going to New York. That was a year they were having some kind of a big pride march in New York. She was going to New York, but she said when she came back, you know, we'd get together. So then we started dating and we dated for about two years. And I went to Michigan with her and she was, a, we were workers there. So we went um, early and stayed late. So that was a real, well, first she took me to the National Women's Music Festival. She said, I'll take you there first and that, and you know, that'll break you in because it's much tamer than Michigan. So then when we went to Michigan, it was like a real awakening. I mean, I had never been someplace with so many lesbians. So anyway, I dated her for about two years and then we broke up kind of mutually and we're still friends. She has another partner now, but we're all friends. Um, and then I met a woman named Kathy and I was with her for eight years and then she died of breast cancer. And that was 15 years ago. And I really haven't had a partner since then. I've had like a couple couple long-term relationships where we visited back and forth, but nothing really lasted. Um, I briefly dated a woman here. It's like this really, it's hard to meet anybody at my age. It's hard to find anybody here my age that isn't either with a partner or the few single women in my age range are just not anybody that I'm attracted to. So I've always ended up with these long distance relationships that never seem to work out. <laughs> but so I, I think I that's true, regardless of what age you are. <laughs> I guess. LDRs, as we call them, are often unsuccessful. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I've kind of given up on ever meeting anybody now, but that's okay, I guess. Well, um, have you, you said that you were a worker at Michigan Women's Music Festival. Mm -hmm. Have you been an activist in any other way? Oh, yeah, well, I, do you know, well, you know, OLOC, Old Lesbians Organizing for Change. That's a national organization. And I'm the chapter coordinator for St. Louis. And I've been to numerous of their national gatherings. And we had a local chapter and I was one of the original organizers of that. And it was active for about 10 years. And then we lost our meeting place. And so we didn't meet for maybe five years. And so finally about two years ago, um, we found a seniors home seniors residence you know like a not assisted living like independent living place that had a room that would let us meet there so it was really good and we were starting to build up again and then the pandemic hit and so we had to stop meeting there so we haven't met now for over a year but and then i'm also involved with the sage chapter here um i was one of 
there was a there's a woman named Cheryl Whalen who works for the National Sage now, but she was starting wanting to start a local group here, and because she knew I was involved with OLOC, she invited me to be on the founding board, and then there's like a man from what they call Prime Timers, which is a group for older gay men, and there were some other several other people on the founding board, and. So I've been on that. Now, the it was the local Sage group is now part of something called Promo, which is a gay rights like a lobbying group, and so we're part of that. So we're not on their board, but we are on what's called an advisory board now. <clears throat> and then I used to run a dinner group on Saturday night for lesbians, like once a month we would go out to dinner. So yeah, I've been very active. I used to sing in the lesbian chorus. Uh, I worked, we had something called Wired Women that used to bring like the different lesbian singers and comedians here. And I was a volunteer for them. And then they would, then they'd, oh, sometimes they would have dances after the performance. And then for a while, they were just having dances as a money-making thing, but then they kind of ran out of money. So that hasn't been in existence <clears throat> for quite a while now. Can I just say thank you so very much for all that you've done? Oh, thanks. It's um, it's 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 something that we often forget to thank ourselves for. So I'm gonna thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Because um, without women like you, so many others would be isolated. Mm -hmm. And you, I I really appreciate what you've done. Um, what? At, at 77, what kind of interest in activities do you have now? Like, just, just general I, hobbies or? Well, I read a lot. I, I worked until I was 75. I worked in the library at Washington University. So then I, I retired like two years ago, January. So it's been just a little over two years. So the first year I was retired, I was really enjoying it. I was going to like several women's groups from my church. Oh, and I was working at the church food pantry. And oh, my, just going out and doing things during the day. It was just nice to be able to do things during the day. And then of course all that got shut down. So. I just, I love to read, so I've been reading a lot. I don't have any real hobbies. I'm not crafty or anything like that. It sounds like you're a very outgoing person, and the pandemic has really put a dent in your style. Well, I'm kind of one of these people, and I've read about that are sort of a mix of an introvert and an extrovert. Like, I'd like to go out and be with people, but yet I have to have some alone time, too. But I think it's been almost too much alone time. <laughs> oh, another thing is I love to travel, so I haven't been able to do that. And I keep thinking, you know, I'm getting to the point, I'm getting so old that I don't have a whole lot more time left to travel, and I'm feeling bad that I'm not going to be able to do that. Now, my daughter... 
my daughter lives in Utah and I drove out there last summer and during the pandemic. I drove to Utah and took my dog and it took me three days to drive and then three days driving back. And I spent six weeks with her and her husband. And now they're moving to Madison, Wisconsin in June. So that'll be nice. It's only be like a one day drive. <laughs> they Madison, to... Madison is full of lesbians. I was gonna say, I've been, they want me to move up there eventually but I haven't decided whether I'm going to or not, but I've been doing a Zoom call with some older women from Madison, some older lesbians. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been there. Have you been there? To Madison? Mm -hmm. No, no, but I've known a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of lesbians who have lived there and who have really enjoyed that community. Mm -hmm. um, and from what I can see online, it's still a very active community, maybe not as much as in the 70s, but we're coming back. Good. We are. We're coming back. And Good. the second waivers are reigniting, if you will. Well, that's good because there's so many young women that are transitioning and rather than being lesbians that that's kind of upsetting to a lot of the older lesbians i know are that's, kind of that's upsetting. a concern to a lot of us um i think that um when i recently read a statistic that there was a five thousand three hundred percent increase in young women transitioning and when there's a 5,300% increase in anything, yeah. you have to question what's going okay. on. Well, and I read that somewhere that 10 times more girls transition than boys, to, than boys transitioning to girls. 10 times more girls transition to, to men, to be men than, than boys transitioning to be women. So that's kind of... I mean, it's like it's sort of almost like a fad or something. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Um, and then there's the issue of the detransitioners. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about them? Mm -hmm. That a lot of them are, are detransitioning. Um, but yet, if you try to say anything about being opposed to it, they call you a turf. <laughs> yes, a turf. And and then there's also the swerfs, the sex, sex worker exclusionary um, radical feminist. Oh, I hadn't heard of that one. Swerf, Swerf. that's a new one, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm an avid uh, follower of, of now deceased Andrea Dworkin. Mm, okay. and, and I share her view on um, pornography. And mm. prostitution. I call mm -hmm. it what it is. It's prostitution, not sex work. Mm -hmm. And this this episode of of Lesbian Echoes is probably gonna get me in a lot of trouble. But as I say, it's gonna be good trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you what are you saying? What do you feel about that? 
about getting in good trouble? No, about about prostitution and. I'm I'm I think that prostitution is the end result of the patriarchal um, persecution of women, the persecution of their bodies and their very souls. Mm -hmm. um, I I I I do not believe that it is a legitimate form of um, a, a way Work. to earn a living. Work. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, most of the women that I have known, uh, of course that's anecdotal, but most of the women that I have known, and I have known a few who were involved in prostitution were child sex abuse victims. Mm. And yeah. um, they learned how to dissociate from their bodies. And that's how they're able to do that to allow themselves to be victimized over and over and over again. I can't imagine doing that, but I've never, I don't think I've ever known anybody who was a prostitute, though, so I wouldn't know. But what I think is kind of <clears throat> interesting, well, you know, they keep saying that all these black trans women are being killed, then, and that a lot of them are sex workers. And I'm thinking, when they pick up their John or whatever, is that what they, that's what they call the customer. Does the customer know that this is a trans person? And isn't maybe they get, you know, they, when they find it here, they, the person undresses and they have a penis. I could see where they would get upset. I mean, not, they shouldn't be so upset that they would kill somebody, but I can understand that that's probably part of the reason why they're being killed is if it's a shock to the person, they think they've got a woman and it turns out to be a, a trans woman that's yes. probably still has this penis. Yes. So. Most, well, I think it's 94.46% of trans, so-called trans women are, have, they're intact males. Yeah. They have, they have both penis and testicles. Um, yeah. and, and prostitutes, I call them what they are, prostitutes mm -hmm. uh, usually are, don't have the money that it takes to, to, uh, to transition even mm -hmm. hormones. Mm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it, it might be, uh, of course, it, like you said, it's certainly not a justification to murder someone. In fact, I used to work for an um, out-and-about newspaper out of Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, I was the East Tennessee Bureau Chief for out-and-about newspaper. Mm -hmm. And um, the first story I, I wrote was about a, a prostitute in Atlanta, about her murder. Her name was Precious Armani. And I often wondered if, if her buyer murdered her upon discovering that she was trans because men are inherently violent or at least that's what i believe yeah that's what i'm thinking too that i'm sure that's probably what why they're they're doing that is that they're when they find out that they're really trans but i guess we're kind of off the subject now well yes and no um the the um I don't know if you've been following what's going on in UK, 
but um, the 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 LGBs have divorced I, themselves from the yeah. People. In fact, I get I have the I look at that Facebook group for the LGB Alliance. Yes, mm -hmm. me too. And mm -hmm. um, and then the the way they're trashing J.K. Rowling. I know that's terrible because of just some small remark that she made and she's apologized for it repeatedly but it doesn't seem to do any good their hatred and their venom is so bad and i'm talking and i'm not letting you talk <laughs> no that's okay and it sounds like we feel the same way about a lot of things because <laughs> i'm gonna say that um Another thing, too, is that we have to change all the language and everything. Like, you're not supposed to say mother anymore. Or, or, you're not you know, supposed like, to say woman anymore. <laughs> and like, we're, we're vulva people. You can't say that it's a, a pregnant woman. It's supposed to be like a pregnant person and all it's that. ridiculous. Kind of, I know. And like the sanitary products are not allowed to be called feminine hygiene <laughs> yeah. it it's misogyny by any other name mm -hmm. or at least that's what i believe it it just um they're trying to erase us mm -hmm. and um i'm not going to be erased no um i'm going to do what I can to make sure that women and lesbians remain visible and viable and hope that others join in that, that effort. Do you know about that group called MILK, M-I-L-C? No, I'm not sure if I okay. do. It's, it started out, it was the Midwest Intergenerational Lesbian Conference, I think it was called. And they were going to have a gathering in the Midwest. And then it got, and it was for like older lesbians to meet younger lesbians and, and communicate. Well, that got canceled because of the pandemic. But now they have like a Facebook page. And then every Sunday afternoon, they have a Zoom call. And it's like women, older women, and then there's some some that are middle-aged and like in their 40s and early 50s and then there's some real young ones like in their 20s and you know and the young ones are happy to find older women to be role models and the older women are so happy to see that there's still some young women that call themselves lesbians instead of queer or non-binary or something like that so it's really it's really good. I'm 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 glad to hear about that, and I would like to learn more about that. Uh, I I think I remember a glimmer of that, and then the pandemic, and I lost touch. Yeah, they also have a Facebook page, and then they have something, and I'm not. They have these Discord channels. But I don't do that. I don't know how that works, where they talk. They're all different subjects. I just do the Sunday afternoon. Like last week, we talked about aging. There's always a different subject. The week before, it was lesbians and their gardens. One time, it was pets. Another time, it was books. But 
the one I thought the one last weekend was really good about aging and these young lesbians were saying oh you know it would be really nice to be able to help some older lesbians and so it was just nice you know well charlotte i have more than enjoyed talking to you yeah I've and i i hope that we can keep in touch as woman to woman not mm -hmm. just through lesbian echoes um but if you have something at three then I guess I need to let you go. Oh, well, I have about 15 minutes. Well, okay, good. <laughs> well, maybe I should leave, maybe about, well, it's only 20 minutes to three, so I probably should leave by about five minutes too, because okay. I need to run to the bathroom. Uh, it's like okay, shirt. right, I, shirt. that's me. I run to the bathroom constantly. Is oh, let me tell you another thing I did that was kind of, I go to a Methodist church but it's a what they call an um reconciling congregation which is open to lgbt people yes so they elected me to be the representative to our annual conference which is like the state meeting because they wanted to be sure that they had somebody who would be gay friendly because they were going to be voting on different things so i guess it was three years ago they were going to have this panel and they and this woman who was sort of the state she was in charge of the reconciling group and and so she was trying to form a panel and she wanted like an old lesbian and there was a woman whose daughter was a lesbian and there was a couple i think a lesbian couple on the panel so anyway we had at this annual conference with people from all over the state, we had this panel where we told our story. And I was like, kind of scared because I thought, you know, some of these people might be real nasty or something, but it was really good. I mean, we had people come up to afterwards and say, oh, you know, I'm so glad you told your story. And even the next day I had people come up to me and say, oh, I really enjoyed your presentation yesterday it just made me feel really good there was a man who said his daughter was coming out and and they lived in a little town and he it was just you know he was so glad to have hear people talk about that you know and it just was really really good it sounds like you were really validated i felt like it yeah well, I'm glad that happened for you. Let's so, anyway, what else my, can we talk about? I was going to say my meeting at three o'clock is with my minister. We're actually our church is closing, and we're combining, we're merging with another church that has similar values to ours. But we're having all these meetings. It's kind of, it's almost too much. <laughs> well, so that's what we do at three. It's all that. Um, it's almost like a, a big bureaucracy, churches are. Although I'm not one for churches, but to each her own. Um, I've been involved in my own way in women's spirituality mm -hmm. for many years since 1978. Um, following a path that was started for me by Z Budapest, are you familiar oh, with? I am, yeah. 
Yeah, and I read that little yellow book. I got yeah. it at a, a women's bookstore. Remember those? Oh, yeah. We used to have one of those here. I, I, I got it at a women's bookstore in Seattle. Oh, in Seattle. Mm. Yeah. I lived in Montana at the time and went to mm. Seattle for a vacation. And there was so this fast. woman's bookstore. And I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you lived where you are now? I've been here since December of 80. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah. yeah I, I'm. I was born here. Mm -hmm. I'm, I am 100% Appalachian. Mm. Uh, my grandparents came from four adjacent counties. Mm. So, yeah. Do you yeah. know where? Do you know where that woman's land is called Alpine? No, I'm, I don't. I I've been kind of out of the loop for quite a few years. I, I had cancer, and, and then mm. I was really sick with an autoimmune disorder, and so mm. I've been out of the loop for quite a while. I was going to say this. It's, I think it's not terribly far from Knoxville. It's actually in Alabama, but it's... I oh, think yes, I know what you're talking about. They changed the name, so I didn't recognize it. Yeah, it's sort of between Georgia and Alabama and Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. But I, I know a couple of women that live there. Some of the ones on that milk call, a couple of them live there. Oh, I, it, it's, I started to say it used to be called the Midwest intergenerational thing. And then they changed the name of it now, so it's mid anywhere because now they have people from all over the world. We even have some young women that I don't think there's anybody older that lives in Europe, but there are a couple young women that live in Europe that and England and Spain and different places. I think there's even might even be a girl from Russia on there. But wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm on a Facebook group whose leader is in Norway. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lesbian group, yeah. Mm -hmm. she, she speaks, fair to, as we say here, fair to Midland English. Mm -hmm. So um, she, she does a good job. She really good. does. Good. Yeah. So I, it, can, you tell, can you tell me again, what, what, is this, what are you doing this far, that, these interviews? What, what is this? I can't remember this now. Is, what. Oh, this is for a podcast. Are you familiar with podcasts? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you go, if you have a lot of phones come loaded with Spotify app or Google Podcast app. And if you go to either one of those or any podcast app, there's all kinds of them. But those are the two that are most familiar to most people. And if you... Of course, Amazon Music is trying to get in there now. Amazon gets into everything. Yeah. But if you if you go to either one of those or any podcast app and search for Lesbian Echoes, will mm. come up. So is this conversation going to be on there? Yes. Yes. Oh, so is that okay? <laughs> yeah, it is. But all that stuff that we talked about, the trans people and everything is all going to be on there? Yeah. Um, I, I realize we're taking a risk. 
and mm-hmm. I, I'm starting another podcast mm-hmm. that is private, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to say the name of it because it's going to be private, but mm-hmm. um, we can think about whether this should be on that one or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm willing to put it on Lesbian Echoes. I'm, I'm tired of being in the closet. Yeah. Um, I, I think that our views are just as valid as anyone else's. Yeah. And I think that women have the right to separate space. And I think that women have the right to sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe that women have penises. No. No. Um, and, well, and I, I don't boy, care if it's on there. It's all right with me. I don't care. <laughs> Well, so, it's, so you just look for a, a podcast and it's called Lesbian Echoes. Yes. Mm. And um, I, I can, yeah, it's called Lesbian Echoes. And um, I will entitle this one, Charlotte Ellis, uh, Elder Activist from, <laughs> from Missouri, because that's what you have become, an elder activist. And <laughs> we... We all appreciate that so much. I'm I'm almost qualified for my podcast. I'm 68, so. Hmm. Well, you're an elder at 68. Yes. Do you belong, been, go ahead. Do you belong to Olak? No, to- um, I, 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 no, I don't. But that could be in my future. There's, there's a private reason why I don't but um that that I've been thinking about it and that only have to be 60 to be in that so you're considered old at 60 (laughs) (laughs) that's just a kid (laughs) 60 yeah especially we're talking about lowering the age to 55 and we were all a lot of us were saying no, we don't want it lowered to 55. They're not old. <laughs> that, that would change the character, I think, mm-hmm. of the organization. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not a member, I'm so glad that it exists. Mm-hmm. And yeah, probably after our conversation, I'll go sign up. Oh, that'll be good. <laughs> you, you, can you, don't have, you don't even have, you can join you don't have to pay anything to join. I mean, they ask for a donation, but they're so anxious to have people join so that they can get get our information and everything that they're saying now. If you just say you want to be a member, you don't even have to pay. But well, they've had wonderful, wonderful Zoom calls and things during the pandemic. We've had all kinds of Zoom calls. So, yeah, you might like I've really into- missed out. Yeah, you should look at into it. I mean, I don't know. They this they've had a big debate about whether the, like half the people think it's all right to have trans people join, and half of them don't want them. But they're not very many. There there was a trans woman that came to our group, but she never caused any trouble, so it didn't bother me too much. But some of them, I guess, are, can get pretty obnoxious. But she never tried to date anybody because she was older. She's like 80. 
when she joined. She must be 85 or so now. So I, I knew, it was. I knew a trans woman that had to wait until after she retired for financial reasons. And yeah, I think a lot of them, I mean, they, they wait till after they retire to transition because I guess they would have trouble on their job. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go because it is five minutes to three. So okay. I really enjoyed talking to you. I'm I have enjoyed it very much. Thank I'm you glad. so much, Charlotte. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye.